This episode uh, will cover breast cancer. So uh, this is um, unfortunately the most common cancer and the second most common cause of cancer-related death uh, in uh, female patients in the United States um, after lung cancer. Uh, routine annual or biannual mammography is recommended uh, after the patient uh, reaches age 50 or earlier uh, for high-risk uh, cases in patients with a family history of breast cancer. Uh, routine mammography uh, for patients who are between 40 and 50 uh, and are not at high risk is controversial, uh, but uh, risk factors for contracting the condition uh, include, of course, uh, female gender. Unfortunately, uh, more seasoned patients are more likely to contract the malady. Uh, breast cancer and first-degree relatives, uh, prior history of breast cancer, uh, a history of atypical ectopic or lobular hyperplasia or carcinoma in situ, uh, early menarche, early menopause, or late full-term st- pregnancy. Here I'm talking about before uh, age 35. Uh, hormone replacement therapy used for uh, more than five years. Um, uh, more rumen-esque patients are uh, uh, prone to contract the disease. And finally, uh, prior radiation uh, can also be um, a risk factor, right? So I'll divide the discussion here into three separate areas. I'll talk about the symptoms and patient exam expectations, diagnosis, and finally treatment. So uh, what of the first category? Uh, well, uh, most masses are discovered by the patient and present as a hard or regular immobile painless breast slump, uh, possibly with nipple discharge. Uh, skin changes and uh, axillary adenopathy uh, can indicate more advanced disease, right? So what am I talking about here? Uh, dimpling, erythema, and ulceration. And uh, any breast mass in postmenopausal women uh, is presumed to be breast cancer until proven otherwise. Uh, the most common locations are in the uh, upper outer quadrant, right? Uh, so what about diagnosis, right? Well, the diagnosis is suggested by the presence of a palpable mass uh, or a uh, mammographic um, abnormality, right? Uh, and this is uh, usually confirmed with biopsy. Uh, in clinically suspicious cases involving patients who are uh, over 35 uh, with any breast slump, a negative mammogram uh, should be followed by ultrasound uh, to look for cysts and solid masses, as well as uh, an FNA for palpable lumps, and a stereotactic uh, core biopsy for non-palpable lesions, or excisional biopsy until there has been a convincing evidence that is accumulated uh, to support the absence of cancer. Uh, in clinically suspicious cases involving patients who are uh, younger than 35 and those uh, with dense breasts, uh, the initial workup uh, should also include ultrasound, uh, uh, with practitioners being wary of biopsying lesions too early. Uh, sometimes the correct course of action is to just watch and observe, and a mass that uh, fluctuates with menstruation is likely uh, to be benign in this age group, right? Uh, biopsy specimens should be tested for prognostic factors, uh, such as the presence of estrogen and progesterone receptors and uh, the uh, HER2 uh, gene, right? Uh, special forms of breast cancer include the following, right? So you could have inflammatory uh, breast cancer, right? So this is a highly aggressive, rapidly growing cancer that uh, invades uh, uh, the lymphatics and causes uh, skin inflammation. Uh, and it has, uh, the prognosis could be better uh, with this malady. A second, uh, with Paget's disease, uh, ductal carcinoma in situ of the nipple uh, with a, a unilateral itching, burning, and nipple erosion uh, will be present. Uh, this can be mistaken for infection and associated with a focus of invasive carcinoma, right? So that's a diagnosis. How do you treat? Uh, the condition, uh, well, for uh, uh, intraductal carcinoma, uh, this only warrants local therapy uh, with either a vasectomy or a wide excision uh, with radiation therapy. Uh, how do you treat a lobular carcinoma in situ? Uh, this is associated with a high risk of developing a subsequent uh, infiltrating breast cancer, uh, including cancer in the contralateral breast. Uh, therapy options here include close monitoring, a mastectomy, or the use of tamoxifen uh, for prophylaxis. right? And the last thing I'll talk about here is treatment for invasive cancer. Uh, uh, so uh, this uh, uh, typically turns on uh, the lymph node uh, status, uh, right, uh, tumor size, and uh, hormone receptor status. Uh, those with uh, node-negative disease or who are in stage one can be treated with breast cancer uh, 
conservation therapy are here. So this is going to entail wide tumor excision or modified or radical mastectomy uh, with radiation therapy. Uh, Juvent chemotherapy. Uh, right uh, is usually given for uh, tumors that are greater than two centimeters or those with uh, axillary lymph nodes uh, uh, that are involved. Right, so this is going to be stages two and three. Uh, and finally, uh, endocrine therapy uh, such as uh, tamoxifen, uh, raloxifen, or uh, uh, aromatase inhibitors uh, uh, is beneficial only for patients uh, who have um, estrogen. Uh, estrogen uh, receptor or uh, progesterone receptor uh, positive tumors, right? And that concludes uh, this <laughs> uh, episode uh, on breast cancer.